Hello there, Beelzebuds, and welcome back to another episode of the Devil's Cut Podcast, the show where we really dig deep to find out if love can truly die, or if it will forever come crawling back out of the grave. Uh, I'm your resident man-boy, possessed by a devil, Matt Young, and here with me, as always, is my co-host, the skeleton everyone should want in their closet. Eric Rossi. And special guest appearance today, Spooky Wife. Hello. Have you been on the show since we've been married? Yes. Yes, we did right after. Yeah, oh, remember? Yeah. We talked about the honeymoon. Right. Was, yeah. What episode was that? Frankenstein. Oh, it was the Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, so she's back <laughs> right. for the Frankenstein. Yeah, I, I forget our own thought process about why we do certain things in the show. It's like, <laughs> I, I just go, oh yeah, we're just doing it. I, there was no reason to let us there. There's reasons. Yes. We, nobody else made a plan. <laughs> no, nobody no plan. else came up with a concept. It just came together naturally. It's not like we had a plan in... <laughs> In brain. Almost no work goes into this. It's very, very little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very little preparation. Very little thought. My soul. <laughs> well, how are you guys doing today? Pretty we're, good. We're good. We're doing a morning recording. Yeah, a little Sunday morning record. We don't normally usually, I don't, usually. I normally don't feel as alive on a Sunday morning, but I well, do. Well, to today, be fair, so. it is one o'clock now, so it's not really even Sunday morning. It happens, you know. But contrary to your other statement, we did do a lot of prep. Yeah. We went and saw this movie a week ago. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and we've been just sitting on it. We've been ever steeping since. in it. And I have to tell y'all, you know, Eric really went above and beyond in that movie. He got a drink. Oh yeah. He he wined and dined himself at Lisa Frankenstein. The both of them did. We went. It was, it was, uh, it was well, a morning. <laughs> it was a morning show. It was like ten thirty in the morning. Oh, we're we're talking about Lisa Frankenstein. Oh right. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we we get to the movie theater. It's ten thirty. We wanted to get it. You know, get in, get out before the crowd. Ten forty five. Okay, right. so almost eleven. So fifteen minutes like past ten thirty, and the two of them. This guy over here gets this honking ass quesadilla. It looks French so fries. Good. Gets a cocktail. This one over here gets pretzel bites and an ice cream sundae. <laughs> and I'm in between them. Like, I, it's it's the morning. <laughs> Listen, it was $5 sundaes on Sunday. How could I pass up a $5 brownie sundae? And it was huge. And talk your it shit, was. but I remember specifically two-thirds of the way through this movie listening to your stomach growling next to me. Hey, yeah, <laughs> he was so hungry. I did no complaining, though. No. I was going to suffer in silence. We would, nah, nobody told silence. you you had to suffer. <laughs> nobody was saying, hey, I, you can't eat. <laughs> I was being a martyr for the betterment of the group. Uh, but yeah, so we're back with the final of our of our love-inspired Valentine's Day February episodes. Yes. But yeah, so this week we're talking about Lisa Frankenstein. Um, this is a... Brand new movie, still in theaters, came out um, February 9th? 9th? Yeah. February 9th. Um, so this is written and this is written and produced by Diablo Cody. Uh, first of all, let's just appreciate what an awesome name that is. It's a, fa- it's a pen name, but sure. it is a fantastic but that's pen what name. Pen, what, that's the cool thing about pen names is you get to give yourself like the awesome name that your parents fucked up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You get to, you get to give yourself the main character. Hey, name. listen, yeah. the, don't blame his parents. Maybe his parents thought he was going to be an accountant. Well, Diablo's well, she. Actually a, a, a oh, sorry, <laughs> lady. Excuse me. Maybe her parents thought she was going to be an accountant. Or just I like still a stay-at-home mother. I would like. still want my child to be. If my child is destined to be an accountant, I want them to be the coolest fucking accountant you've ever heard of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, I feel you. Like, if I knew my kid was going to be an accountant, or I thought so, I'd be like, all right, my son's name is Maximum Numbers Young. You know, like, <laughs> when you want to go to that guy to But what if, what if you named... You? What maximum if, Numbers. What if you named your child Maximum Numbers? First name Maximum, middle name Numbers Young. And then he wasn't an accountant. <laughs> what if he's, like, really bad then at he math? Gets, then the beauty of it, he gets to use a pen name. True, oh, no. he can switch it up. He can. he can switch it up. And then he can just become like, you know, like Carl or whatever. The pen know. name is the respecking of uh, pivots. You, you get to just swap it out, throw a whole new name yeah, in there. I want to try a new stat build, so yes. a new name. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, you may or may not be familiar. You're probably not you familiar are with familiar. Diablo Cody's name, but you are familiar with her movies. She wrote Juno. She wrote oh, Jennifer's yeah. Body. Um, what was, uh, uh, Young Adult was another really big one. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Young Adult, but I have seen, obviously, all of the rest, because they're kind of, like, cultural among, uh, icons yeah. for, among like, our generation. Things, she's, she's a very prolific writer. So, written and produced by Diablo Cody, uh, Lisa Frankenstein was directed by Zelda Williams. This was her directorial debut. She is the daughter of Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. 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 Uh, she's been acting for a while, but this is just her first time stepping behind the director chair. Mm-hmm. Um, what did she act in? Sorry. Like, so many things. I, uh, I can pull yeah. it up later, yeah. Okay, I Little bit parts, and she does some voice acting. Um, she, cool. She's in a lots, of, lots of stuff. What a fun name. <laughs> Zelda Williams? It's inspired straight from the video game. Good. Yeah. Rob Williams, big Zelda fan. Hell huge yeah. Zelda huge fan. Huge nerd. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Um, Learning so much. <laughs> It was, this is starring Catherine Newton as the titular Lisa, Love although her. her last name is not Frankenstein, <laughs> it's even more awkward because it's Lisa Swallows. Uh, also starring Cole Sprouse as the creature, um, Carlo Gugino as Janet, and a handful of other actors and actresses that all do a very good job. But uh, I want to highlight one other real quick because I, I saw him on screen and it, I was like, motherfucker, they're just, he's just every dad in every dad. fucking movie. So they have... He plays the same dad in Stranger Things. Yeah, he's they Mike's have dad. Actor Joe Crest. Uh, mm-hmm. He, you know, obviously he plays Ted Wheeler in Stranger Things, which is Nancy's dad. He was David Schmidt in 21 Jump Street. Pretty much the exact same character, uh, dad. I saw him and I was like, man, the, he's just every dad. He is. He's but got then, such a dad... But he's not like, oh, that that dad that you you love, he's the schlubby dad who just, he's got no personality, he just sits on the couch with a newspaper and goes, yes, dear. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. he's like the silhouette of a dad, yeah. right? But I, I had to this dig into this guy. Father. I had to dig into this guy, because I'm like, how does he like keep getting this same role? Apparently he's been in like a billion fucking things. The dude's got like a crazy IMDP. IMDb page of TV shows, huge movies, small movies. He's all over the place. But the really weird thing I found out is that he is a decorated expert marksman from his time in the Cold War serving for the Air Force. I was like, he's a stone cold killer too? (laughs) Damn. He would be. He's your schlub 80s dad also? Elite marksman. Can we get a? Can we get a? Uh, that's the that's the coolest part. Can we get like, like a John Wick guy comes out of retirement for one more job like with this guy? Yes. <laughs> Dude, like it, that movie with um, what's his face? With from, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except not funny. 
Because, like, he would be really, like, Bob Odenkirk was, like, very funny in that role. This mm. would be, like, John Wick or Super Mr. Serious. Nobody, but just so dull. I yeah. mean, listen to this. He was a doctor in the original American The Ring. He was a character in Deadwood. He's been in Star Trek Enterprise. He was in Law and Order. He's just, like, been on, touched by an angel. He's been on everything. He's yeah. in Ocean 13. He's just, a like, a, a face that you can slap on the screen, and it doesn't intrude on what you yell, what the, the real meat of the thing you're trying to display, you know? Drive Angry, Battle for Los Angeles, Secretariat. Drive Angry is that Nicolas Cage movie that I told yeah. you about, where it, they, it felt like they made a, a fourth Ghost Rider movie, yeah. and then they were like, oh, well... We're not doing that anymore. So they just took the script and removed all the flaming skulls from it's, it. It's kind of amazing how much that movie has come up in the last month. I feel like we've talked about it four different times on stream and it's, at least twice in the, in energy, the pod. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's of the season. Uh, anyway, back to the movie of the week, though. So uh, for anyone who hasn't seen like maybe any trailers or is just kind of like vaguely aware of this movie. Uh, yeah, so anyone who's not familiar with Lisa Frank, this is the the 80s Lisa Frank-inspired uh, Frankenstein movie. Paranormal romance. Yeah, paranormal romance, because I wouldn't even, honestly, we're going to get into it, this isn't a Frankenstein movie. No, no, it's not. It's not. No. <laughs> it's, honestly, the only reason Frankenstein is in the name is for the gag yeah. Of Lisa Frank and Frankenstein smushed together. Yeah. Otherwise, really not a Frankenstein movie. So sorry to disappoint you right off the top after. Because we were like, in our Frank episode, we were like hot on this one. We were like, oh, Lisa Frankenstein, good Frankenstein movie coming out. I think it borrows a lot of the iconography and like the style of, of the resurrecting the monster stuff. But outside of that, yeah, it's not very much Frankenstein. Yeah, so the movie follows Lisa, uh, who is grieving from the death, recent death of her mother, who was killed by a slasher in her a different movie entirely yeah pretty much a completely different slasher movie occurs in the first five seconds of the movie yeah, where so. her mom gets axed and then we're moving lisa grieving from the death of her mother as she searches for love and tries to survive high school uh an overeager stepsister named taffy and a uh, overbearing stepmother named janet all of which become even harder to do when lisa accidentally wishes an increasingly attractive reanimated corpse into her life that's pretty much the gist of it We'll, we'll, when we get into our, like, breakdown and spoilers, we'll talk about it more. But, I mean, essentially that's it. And it doesn't doesn't get that much more complicated because... No! Uh, it's a pretty simple premise. Um, do you, so do we want to get into how we felt about it? I think before we get into how we felt about it, I think we should... We should look at some some shmoneys. Oh yeah, you told me not to look at the numbers for, yes. the, for this. So although I did look at the budget, uh, the budget was thirteen mil. Yes. So if you had to guess how it was doing Poorly. up to now on the twenty fifth, where what kind of total? So gross? we're about we're like a little bit less than a month out of its of its release. Yeah. I'm guessing it's doing bad. Okay. I don't think it's met its budget yet, Heather. I don't know. Have a number, but I feel like it's right there on it. Like on the money. Yeah. Domestic box office, eight point nine mil. Gross worldwide, nine. Oh, worldwide only brought in an extra mil. Yeah, as mm-hmm. of yesterday, the twenty fourth. So it is. Ooh. It is getting. It is creamed. It's tanking. Fuck. And especially because you know we always. This is something that is kind of like newer information for me in the grand scheme of things. I always sort of go like, oh, well, this movie cost 
however many million, you know, like say like for Lisa Frankenstein, for instance, uh-huh. you know, you go, oh, it only cost it cost thirteen million, and they've made what would you say nine nine million? yeah you know so you think like oh well they they almost you know covered their nut there no yeah but not but that's not, not the at case. all in order for a movie to be profitable they have to make like four times as much as the budget well yeah you have to think was. about the budget you have to think about marketing, marketing. you have mm-hmm. to think about distribution and i thought it might like just be breaking even is because i was just going with the like oh it's a valentine's day movie because that's the kind of like I mean, not to say it's a bad movie, but that's the kind of traction and popularity that Warm Bodies got, because it also came out... Mm-hmm. In February? In February. Warm, Warm Bodies is a, an infinitely more competent movie than this one. <laughs> no, I know that. But I mean, like, yeah. part of its success was because of that. Oh, like, yeah. Because yeah, people yeah. want to go on a date, and what do they do? They go to the movies, and mm-hmm. they yeah. want to see a love story, and, like, some people who like, like, horror gonna do like oh, let's do a horror love movie <laughs> is that what we sound like that is what that's exactly what you and me sound like <laughs> Some, somewhat it's what we all sound like um damn so yeah so not doing so hot not doing so department. hot not doing so hot i oh. think i think this is one of those movies that will in time accrue like a, a much more you think it'll cult up yeah it'll cult up for cult sure up. for sure i think it might not speak to your particular tastes, but there's a there's a huge market for this movie that is just completely this, dismissed. The, the 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 whole idea of this movie is exactly to my tastes. <laughs> so it's this movie was catering to me. I don't I Maybe in I, concept, but execution no. you seem to have an issue. I, I it se- I think it seems like I have more of an issue than I actually do, but we'll Let's well, let's 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 get into it. Right, well, we passed the shmoney. Like let's let's front load the 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 praise the, the over overall praise on you guys. Let's you you okay. guys go. I personally, I thought it was really fun. I think it is definitely light on the horror. The gore was fun. It was you know it serviced the the plot, but I I, I think there is. I think there's a place for this movie amongst the genre that it is drawing inspiration from. I don't think it's the strongest entry in that kind of like paranormal 80s nostalgia uh, romance movie. You know, like Beetlejuice, uh, Edward Scissorhands. I, I thought the the main cast is carrying the absolute shit out of this movie. And I really like all of like the on-scene and like... Uh, kind of, like, background gags and, like, throwaway lines that, like, everyone is dumping into this movie. I There is definitely some holes. Yeah, yes. There's definitely a second or third pass over this script that was like, all right, now we really got it dialed in. Because I watched a couple interviews, and that's what all of the cast said. They're like, everything of this movie is on the page. You should Mm -hmm. read this screenplay. This screenplay is perfect. You don't need to watch this movie to enjoy this story. That's cool. Which is, yeah, really big props to uh, Ms. Diablo. Ms. Diablo. What about you, Heather? Yeah, I I agree. I really, really enjoyed it, too. Um, no, I don't think it's, like, a groundbreaking movie. It's not meant for that. It's fun. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be some sort of cult classic. It reminds me of this movie that's not a horror movie, um, but something my boss, like, got me into around Halloween time called Teen Witch, which is, like, this really, like... <laughs> dorky 80s movie about like 
this just teenage girl who turns 16 and finds out she, she's a witch and it just she it's one of those like she's nerdy and now she becomes hot and mm-hmm. she's a witch classic and, cinema yeah mm-hmm. it's so much but it's just like, so fun and it has like a bunch of weird quirky things in it and it just reminds me a lot of that mixed with edward scissorhands because it has the horror sort of um gothic sort of feel to it I agree with Eric on that the actors really carry the whole movie. I mean, Catherine Newton was, like, phenomenal in that role. I want to be her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want her entire wardrobe also, because her wardrobe was fucking phenomenal. Um, as she as she became... It's true, yeah. As she um, blossomed into her, into her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other actors were great, too, I think. Um, Cole? Cole Sprouse? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cole Sprouse did a really good job well, at... Well, I think it was easy for Cole because he, he's already played Frankenstein before. What do you mean? In, in Big Daddy. In Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> um, but yes, I think he did a great job of acting... Uh, physical acting. Yeah, because he has he relatively has little lines zero lines till the end. Yeah, towards the end. I think he has one line. I know they're talking about in uh, interviews with him that he took a lot of time to work with a he mime. Worked with a mime for like two oh, months cool. straight every day. And they, they sat down and they they looked a lot at like the silent film stuff, like Buster mm. Keaton's mm. work and. Uh, Obviously, you know, Edward Scissorhands, yeah. uh, well, he Johnny did, Depp's work on that. I, we we obviously watched the same interviews, because there's yeah. really only, like, four yeah. that are, like, out on, on YouTube. Uh, but he he was talking about one aspect of the training that they did, which was where they would... This exercise for mimes, I guess, um, to, like, help develop, like, physically acting out emotions. So basically, they just go, like, all right... You have to be a statue that represents anger, right? So how mm-hmm. do you, like, what would that statue look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to do that. And then he, they would compare, they would, like, take a picture and then compare it to, like, Buster Keaton's and all of, like, they, they, who did the same exercises. Yeah. Just to see, like, what, you know. So That's he was, cool. like, really into it. His, he, like, went on and on a, about that process yeah, for, it's, like, it's cool. five minutes. It was really cool sounding. Good for him. It's, it's a cool kind of thing to dive into, like, if you're, if you're, like, one of those, like, really technical actors and you're like, all right, let me, let me do something limiting, mm-hmm. which then forces me to, like, really push myself in other parts of the performance. Yeah. I appreciate actors like that, that it will take roles in all sorts of different sort of genres and spaces and things like that, because then, yeah, then you come out of it where you've, like, now you have this wide breadth of different things you can do that are going to just help you. Well, Cole Sprouse has been on a real tear in the mm-hmm. last, like, five yeah. years. He's people been... He's been in all sorts of stuff that people love. Well, yeah, like but a, I mean, like, you know, learning skills like that, like, mm-hmm. learning, like, mining... Mining. 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 <laughs> Back to the My Bloody Valentine <laughs> No. Minding <laughs> and things like that and physical acting. Like, it's all good for your career down the line because, like, you know, then you can incorporate those sorts of things into, like, characters that need, like, more physical acting. And, um, yeah, I don't know. This is all coming from somebody who works <laughs> in this, so I'm getting casting. Nerdy. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting you very, get to see a lot of, like, I'm getting very granular and, about it, and, yeah. And reels and stuff. Um, but yeah, so overall, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I don't think it's like a groundbreaking movie. Like it has a, like very enriching story or anything, but I think it's a lot of fun and it's something like, 
I'll probably put on around Valentine's Day every year just because it's like a good time. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's where I, I, I think it lies for me is I'll put it on Halloween when we're doing our just like put things on in the background marathon. Maybe Valentine's Day is around and we'll do that. But like for me, I don't think this is going to become a big cult hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll just I'll put it right up front. I think this movie succeeds where it counts. Yeah. I think, like you said, and you said, I pointed at both of them just for the, <laughs> for the audio people. Um, it the 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 performances are like absolutely stellar. Everybody, anytime any characters on screen, except I guess the dad, but even then he's supposed to be like uninteresting. You know, every every character is like so funny and. They're, they're such, like, caricatures. They're cartoons, really. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, like, Catherine Newton absolutely knocks it out of the park. Her mannerisms, the way she, like, speaks, the, her little, like, facial expressions that she does, like, she's so, so, so funny. Cole Sprouse, yeah, the physical acting is hilarious. He's, uh, great. I, I didn't know, like, what was going to happen with, like, zero lines in the movie, but yeah. didn't miss it at all. It was, like, he, he got everything across just, you know, with his eyes and his yeah. movements. Carly Gugino, well, as, as uh, an yeah. evil stepmom, so funny. She's hilarious. She's so, she's, so good. She's really good. Um, I, and everything else about the movie, like the color grading, the cinematography, the set design, camera work, the score, like all of it, like it all felt like it looked really good. It like like felt like good to just be in the world of the movie. The sets were really cool. Apparently, the the house, the main like Lisa's house, um. They got that at like the the last possible second because they had a house that they were gonna film in, and then like it, it like the midnight hour, the HOA for the neighborhood that that house is in was like you can't film here. Of course. And so they had to like scramble to find a new set, and they found this bright pink inside like nineties ass like it's, late eighties house. It's a perfect house because it gives it it gives their home life this weird like dollhouse yeah. aesthetic and this weird like toy kind of like kitschy late 80s vibe that really yeah really sells their house yeah, yeah we were talking about that too um when we left the theater like the whole like everything the whole set design and 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 lighting design and everything just makes you feel kind of like you're in a dream world almost like everything is very like fuzzy and and bright and uh, uh, or ephemeral. dark if it's yeah ephemeral Ooh. Yes. there you go it is and, all very like feels out of space out of time but yeah. still also 80s and and that's kind of like where my issues actually start to roll in which is so weird to me well but okay continue uh, i'll try to, i'll try to do my best to explain it Please over the do. course of the rest of this episode um so like i said where it really counts i think the movie ultimately succeeds the reason why I don't think this is really going to become like a big cult thing, or why I why I ultimately don't think it's like the the best movie. It's certainly not the best movie that Diablo Cody has ever written. No, no, it just that. for me it feel it felt the whole story felt very first pass, extremely unfinished. It felt like really? all of it felt like all of the jokes, while almost all of them are very funny. It, it just, like, it just felt like it was all, like, I'll throw in all the stuff and take it out later, you know, in editing, and then just no one edited it at all. Mm. Um, for me, the story was just sort of, like, meandering. All the stuff that happened was just kind of, like, because it stuff has to happen because it's a movie. No, like, nothing felt 
like it was driving the movie forward at any point. There was no stakes really to anything at all. It, it just, to me, I felt like no reason to be like compelled to see what happens to the characters. I can definitely agree with you on low stakes. I mean, even to I'm the not point that, where like, every movie has to no. be like this big, but like you, like stakes is, is, is a broad like term. Like there has to be like, even I know it's a comedy and I know it's goofy, but even in the most like goofy dumbass movies, like there has to be something that like some goal that the characters want to meet that you want to meet with them. There has to be stuff that's blocking them from getting there. And nothing really like to me in this movie, nothing really was like stopping Lisa. Also all the stuff that happened to her, like just happens for no reason like the even the creation of the the frankenstein movie of the creature like i if you could have made it a frankenstein movie if she brought the creature back to life but she doesn't he just kind of appears to her and she goes oh guess i have to deal with this now well she wishes she makes a wish there's a wish she wished it yeah she she willed it into i think i think it would have been better if she i thought when we were going into it it was going to be like a frankenstein movie and Mm -hmm. she was going to be some like because she's like a nerdy outcast girl. Yeah. If you just add, oh, she's good at, she does science as a hobby. Like, you could easily throw that line in, in the very, like, first seconds of the movie when Taffy and her are talking. Mm-hmm. Taffy could be, like, talking about how she's got to stop doing all the science in the garage. I'd say sideways agree with you. There is definitely um, a lack of, like, a singular goal. But I think that's more so in service of, like, telling the story of her deconstructing, like, her old life in favor of reconstructing this new one, which kind of parallels with I think you're giving constructing it, I, I the, think you're, the man. I think you're giving it more thought and credit. Than nah, I, I think it's there because you have, you have her from that, the beginning but... where she's this, like, very, like kind of meek small yeah. like but she doesn't really there's no gra- she she does start as like a, she's like quiet mm-hmm. mousy she's like awkward and nervous but then before anything like fundamental happens to her she already kind of occasionally like gets like the persona that she ends the movie with mm-hmm. is kind of sprinkled in the whole time anyway mm-hmm. and like when when the guy when the creature shows up it's not like it's almost like they went okay now she's she's fully formed now like there's no for me it didn't feel like there was any transformation it was like she was just like quiet and 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 goofy and then she meets the creature and all of a sudden all her she's like kicking down doors and dressing all goth and it's like there was no transition she didn't like gain confidence coming from somebody who came from (laughs) being kind of a quiet nerdy dork to now being much more out and about about it like, sometimes, yeah, it does just take, like, a person who's, like, you could do it. Took, it still took, what, like, ten, like, 10, 15 years, like, of that growth? Like, hers happened just overnight because she meets a zombie, you know? I, I just high school, But it's high school. Like, I think, I think it makes sense. I think it's, like, it, it also just speaks to, like, young love. Like, you meet somebody and they're, like... But she doesn't even decide like, she try like, this. loves him until, like, the last two seconds. Like, she she didn't have to. She didn't. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't fully realize she didn't it. figure it out. But it was out. in her, yeah, it was, like, in her eh. psyche. I, I, think the, I think the writing could use another couple passes, Cody. I'm sorry. I think you're just I, a little too... You think I'm jaded? Jaded at this point. <laughs> I don't think so, because you know what? I'll go and watch, like, a version uh, like a version of this type of movie. I'll go watch Warm Bodies and be perfectly happy, because it's a well-constructed story where the characters... There's stakes, the characters grow and learn be- because of the events of the movie. 
It's all well put together. Hey, this Eric, one just needs... Ten bucks says we put on warm bodies, and he's like... No, warm bodies is awesome. I don't know about this movie anymore. <laughs> warm bodies is I don't know about young love anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For it, it just... I think... I don't think anybody... I don't think there's enough story here for anybody for anybody to really latch on to long term i don't think people are gonna go like like jennifer's body people were like lukewarm on because they just weren't ready for like what that movie was talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. no but now no pe- but now people have come to see that like oh like uh we're ready to have as a society we're more ready to have these types of conversations also the movie has like a strong plot mm-hmm. where there's like momentum and driving force. This movie just kind of like starts and then just meanders and then it's over. But it was cute, you know, mm-hmm. like th- for me that's not, a- the cuteness of it wasn't enough. I, you know, I, I, if it was just, again, if she took another couple passes at it, gave like some tweaks to the events that made like gave some more driving force to the movie, mm-hmm. like I think it would have been like a smash hit, like knocked out of the park. Just for me, it's, like it just kind of you're just kind of like walking in circles for a while and then the movie's over. Oh, um, speaking of, I keep forgetting to tell you guys this, which is kind of in line <laughs> with Jennifer's body, but also is exciting to the podcasting community here. Um, there is a musical in development that is currently like off Broadway in New York that I have a client in, um, which is um, Teeth the musical. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, sweet the production of Teeth. That's yes. awesome. Teeth came out around the same time as Jennifer's Body, right? So like, I think a little earlier. Yeah. It had the same, same idea. From and that's another thing. I and this is not really like a complaint. This you can remove this from my grievances from the movie because it's not really that important. But Diablo Cody did come out and say that this movie takes place in the same universe as Jennifer's Body. But I'm pretty sure that tweet or wherever she put put that out into the world was just to get more people to come see this movie because. That information is completely irrelevant to this movie because it's set 20, 30 years before Jennifer's body happens. And also, this movie feels, like you said, it feels like you're in a dream the whole time, which is fine. Like, Edward Scissorhands does it. It's a style thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it worked well for this movie because we're supposed to be apparently in this grounded universe that Jennifer's body takes place in. Mm -hmm. But instead it just feels like we're wandering through like a watercolor painting that has neon lights and uh, Tim Burton sprinkled in all over the place. (laughs) So like, I don't know why she even put it out there because this movie has nothing in common with, with her other work in tone, in in practice in anything. So it really was just to get the Jennifer's body people into the theater. Maybe it was a publicity set that her PR people told her to do, but maybe it'll make sense later on. I think if you, we have a, a a funneled view of most things when it comes to stuff like this because we are looking specifically through like a horror lens. But I think if you shift uh, your like perception of this into more of a science fiction romance that has like a horror gradient over it, I, I, that's I, closer to probably what her intent was. Well, I well I'm not like, even arguing that because. I haven't even mentioned the, like, almost fundamental lack of anything horror. Like, it's, mm-hmm. this is not a, really a, that much of a horror movie. No. It has horror stuff in it, so we'll obviously talk, obviously talk mm-hmm. about it. It's got a zombie, so... And it she, gets, she kills. There's some and dismemberment. There's some good deaths and, and dismemberment. Um, but, it, so, like, the, the... It has very little horror. I'm 
fine with that. That doesn't really bother me. It has nothing to do with my grievances with the movie. Mm-hmm. It's all, for me, the, the problems all come from that it's just not an interesting story. Like, there's plenty of other cute, like, weird, young romance love stories that I'd rather watch. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think most did, people are going to watch those instead of that. Jennifer's body supposed to take place? Like, it took place, during it came the out, time? Yeah, it yeah, came so out in 2009, aughts. I think. Yeah, early aughts. So it, take, it takes place in the same... Okay. Yeah. Just mid to late aughts, sometime like that. So yeah, way before, and this movie's set like way before then anyways. Yeah. 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 But, so yeah, I mean, again, ultimately, I think if you watch this movie, I'd give it a recommend, see it one time. If you really like I mean, I'm not going to stop you from watching it again if you really like it, and I'm not going to He's going to come to your you. house and he's going to find you. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to follow you if you like it. You know, you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, I think it's worth... There's there's basically no story to be had, but it's still worth watching because Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse are, like, so fun on screen that mm-hmm. for yeah. the most part, you, you, you can you can forget about it. You just watch them from scene to scene. I think your, your particular uh, dislikes and, like, gripes with it are going to completely, like... I don't want to say go over the heads, but, like, blow right past the people who are going to love this movie because of, like, just your individual experience versus theirs. I think this is focused towards a person who is not exactly you, fundamentally. <laughs> it's focused. If that makes sense. I think it's, it's for people I, who don't want to watch the movie they're watching? No. <laughs> no. I think there's just a, 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 a style and a, a life experience that might glom on to this property more than he's he's you. jaded he's jaded i'm not jaded he's I, not it's jaded. just not it's just not i mean he is jaded but he's i, I, <laughs> I don't think that his dislike no. comes from a jaded space no it's I, it's was... just not a very extremely well written story it could have used a couple more passes diablo cody has no excuse she's already written a million really good things that are so she wrote a horror romance movie that well, is like listen, infinitely listen. more uh, competent than this. Listen, listen. There was a lot of things happening in the TV film world this year that may have attributed to the. That's fine. Writing and <laughs> production that's, that's of fine, movies. So. And if that's what happened, then I can forgive it. But I'm. It's still not gonna. In 20 years from now, people are going to be like, well, we, we have to watch Lisa Frank and forgive it because no. it might not be great, but there was stuff going on. I'm just telling you that <laughs> that could be part of the reason why yeah. you feel the way you feel. Fast forward to one decade down the line where Blade, di- Blade Disgusting is like, we're just going to take another look at this masterpiece from 2024. <laughs> I get... I- <laughs> I get I get tagged in an article. It says "disgraced podcaster." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is how we blow up. Everyone finds our podcast. They see you hate this movie, and then we get like negged into unexistence. I don't even hate it. <laughs> I don't even hate it. I just have to be able to look at it and it through a critical lens and explain what what the faults are. Okay. With so his, with, let's with all ass. that being said, still go see it once, especially in theaters, because I think it's going to be less enjoyable. At a home viewing. Jeez. <laughs> oh, really? I don't think it would really... I don't think there was anything going on in the theaters that made me go like, no. ah, this was this was definitely a good one to see on screen because I'll be missing something at home. Yeah. I don't know. Fun to see things on the big screen, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It always is. It, hi- it hypes up for me. It Ma- does. Imagine what I'd be saying about the movie we watched on our little ass TV. <laughs> <laughs> I 
a poor TV. <laughs> what did they ever do to you? Um, but yeah, so I guess now we can get into like the breakdown of the uh, of the plot at, for an, whatever there is of it. And uh, I think <laughs> it would serve us better to just like you said. It's not exactly the most like concrete plots. So we might as well yeah. just kind of like well, breeze I, I over more, some stuff. I guess I, I guess I meant more. We'll get into our spoilery. Yeah. Not that we haven't already spoiled a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah. Sorry. You know. I mean, I don't think we really did. We didn't uh, spoil the the twist ending. Quotes the, the twist. <laughs> that there is. Uh, but we, we'll get into it now. So if you if you want to see the movie without knowing anything about it, as always, pause it now. But you have to come back and finish it. When you've seen the movie. Yes. Yes. And um, before you finish the movie, you should go to the link in the description of this episode. Join the Discord. Oh, we're, we're Check we're out our other in things. In the middle, we're doing Yes, ads. we're going to plug them early because <laughs> I don't believe everybody makes it to the it's end. It's true. Yeah, they, they skip it. They feel the wind down and mm-hmm. they're like, all right, I can end it now. Yeah, no. Yes, please join the Discord. We're, we're trying to set up a whole bunch of fun things in there. Um... There's already a bunch of And also it's a good there. place it's a good place to go if you want to hear us talk about something. We're open. We our our schedule is wide open for suggestions. We've got some plans, but if there's stuff you guys want to listen to, that's where you tell if us. If it's new stuff that's coming out that you're like, "Hey, can you guys definitely cover this?" Odds are we will anyway, but you know, if there's older stuff, you know, th- uh, more obscure movies, uh, just things that you want to hear deep dives on, let us know cuz we'll do it. <laughs> We'll do it. <laughs> Please. 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 We'll do whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, so go watch the movie or don't. But either way, we're going to spoil it now. Essentially, the whole plot of the movie is you have Lisa Swallows. I just don't want to say the name again because it's... It's a great name. Famous. They say it all over the place they and do. everybody goes, hee hee hee. We follow Lisa. Her mother had, was recently killed by a masked... Axe murderer, <laughs> which which I thought was uh, this is another uh, another reason why like there's so many elements of this that are just thrown in and I'm like I thought the axe murderer thing would come back later like true I thought for sure when we saw the dad I was like he's either the most boring guy ever or he definitely killed the mom he's learn he's a family later. annihilator no you never no, we, you know we, it's it's a one off scene and you they never talk about it again I actually thought it was gonna be Lisa. Me too. Later in the movie, I went, wait, did Lisa kill her mom? I was like, this because- is a Lizzie Borden. Mm. Yeah, well, because Lisa uh, just gets super on board with murder. Like, too easy. So easily. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no consequences. Too Cause easy. Because it's, it's, there's not, yeah, there's no con- there's no stakes. Anything can happen. I mean, there is... So like, I the- felt like it was a repressed memory sort of situation. <laughs> Me too. Where she I forgot she... I have it in my notes. I said, did Lisa kill her mom? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I gonna- thought it was like a repressed memory thing where like she did her first killing like later on in the story and then she was like, oh God, I killed my mom. That wow. would have been better for me. I'm going to push back a little bit in saying that they actually bring it up to her face all the time that her mom was axe murdered. I would say <laughs> two thirds of the characters in the movie take at least one moment okay. to go like, oh wait, didn't your mom get like brutally murdered by like an axe well, right, intruder? True. That's yeah, true. That's but what I meant by they never like talk about it again is that like the movie never addresses it. It's not an yeah. important part. Like her mom could just have 
passed away peacefully. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It makes zero difference to the character because uh, you, like you said, they say it to her face all the time, and it barely registers for her. She's like, I got more stuff going on. Well, I think it's supposed to be like that's why she's so disturbed. Yeah, I guess so. She's she was she's like Dexter. She got yes. she's born in blood. Yes, exposed yeah, to she's murder just, like, early disturbed on because like her mom was brutally murdered in front of her. She's gonna move of. to Miami at the end of the there movie. Was, there was there's a, like a metro. There's a moment in uh, early on in the movie where you kind of like get to meet her stepmom, and her stepmom is like having a breakdown. Oh my god! She's like, "Yeah, I know that your mom was murdered in front of you by an <laughs> oh, an axe wielding masked man, but no one coddled me when my dad blew up in Da Nang." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. And seeing it come out of her mouth was just the she fucking nailed it. She was like so good as this completely uninterested stepmom. She's like, I don't give a fuck about your problems. Here's my issues. <laughs> totally disconnected. Yeah, it's really funny. There's a scene later on after the creature has sort of appeared to to us where she's like cleaning her house. She's got the, the yellow rubber gloves on, but she's got like a full... Tracksuit? Like, dre- like, no, is it a tracksuit? I have it written down. She's, wear- yeah. she's wearing like workout stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, the like the leotard with the yeah. leggings and the like. The leg warmers. The leg warmers. Yeah. Yeah, it just it was very funny. Dude. She was like cool all done up, uh, and then but she was also she got the gloves and she's scrubbing all this stuff. She's just really hamming it up in this movie, and like every second she's on screen is so funny. In fact, I think it's. It's a detriment to the movie that they kill her off as early as they do because she's the only antagonizing force that, like, was making things interesting. Mm-hmm. So that when they get her... Although her death scene is very funny, though, because mm-hmm. the creature, like, s- sneaks up on her. And Well, before that, when she's doing that cleaning montage, there's, like, a funny scene where he's just he's trolling on her a little bit. He's sneaking around the house, and he, like, vomits up exactly one earthworm into, like, her... Uh, cottage cheese. cottage cheese and, and peaches. Yeah, but he, it's so funny because you see Cole Sprouse being like, bleh, bleh, bleh. and then there's one little worm. Goes, <laughs> oh, it's so and, and funny! I was like, that is the the internal like biological dexterity you have to have for yourself to just vomit isolate one, one worm. worm. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, it was so funny. And then later on, she gets killed by him because uh, she is screaming at Lisa about yeah. something because she's doing that all movie. Um, and the creature sneaks up behind her and smashes her with, like, an old-timey, like, typewriter. No, it's a, it's a sewing, sewing machine. machine. Oh, is it a sewing yeah. machine? Old-timey sewing machine. Right. Um, apparently, uh, in that... I don't know if it's the take that came with the movie or it was just a take of it, but apparently at one point, uh, Cole Sprouse, like, they misjudged each other and he actually did just completely wallow. Just with, But she just kept going. And then, like, and they just played the whole scene out. And then, the second they hit cut, like, Cole was like on his knees, like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> it was not a real sewing machine. It was, you know, a prop, a, a prop one. Mm-hmm. So it was, but it was still like plastic and foam. You know, it was enough that he was like, "Womp!" Yeah, <laughs> and it probably did uh, rattle some things around in there. Yeah, because I was gonna say, if it was a real one, she'd be concussed. <laughs> concussed. Those things. But are she's a pro. She, she did the scene without blinking. Um, so yeah, that, that, and the deaths overall in the movie are, when they do happen, are, pr- are pretty funny. They're good. Yeah. They're gruesome. Um, there's like a guy who gropes Lisa earlier in the movie at a party 
who gets his his hand cut off because when the creature first shows up, he's got he's missing a hand. He's missing a hand. He's I missing just, an ear. We should talk about the the creature, right? I mean, so, yeah. you just kind of jumped in. I don't know if you wanted to go in order. No, not really. We're just gonna talk about it because cool. We're gonna do what the movie does and just kind of walk in circles. Um, oh my god! <laughs> now I'm just savage. now I'm just being facetious. Yeah. Um, no, so the movie. So we start out with Lisa. She's sad. Uh, her stepsister Taffy. <laughs> Which is so funny that the, the, everyone's casually like, yeah, that's Taffy. Is anybody actually named Taffy? No. It feels like <laughs> Maybe in the 80s. Time. But it feels very 80s name. where yeah. it's like, oh, let's give her like a cute nickname She's or She's probably like name. Taffeta or something. Yeah, it probably is something like oh that. Oh my god. Um, yeah. And so her sister Taffy, who like... Stepsister. They're real sisters. <laughs> <laughs> the, at heart. At heart. Well... At, at the end, not as much. Um, but the yeah, no. so there, there. The one nice thing that I thought about that character, the stepsister, was that she wasn't mean or antagonistic. Yes. She actually did just like want to help mm-hmm. Lisa. Um, and I don't. I I, I liked that. I don't know. I, the sto- maybe the story would have been stronger if she was a mean stepsister. I don't know. Um, no, I enjoyed that. Yeah, because it, it kind of showed. It gave you the the counterbalance between like the dad who is just like <laughs> willfully ignorant, the stepmom who is like terrible, just an absolute nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. And then you have her in between, who's kind of like, hey, like I'm trying to extend a bridge here and be like, let's you know connect, but also like. I have my own thing going on. I'm, yeah. you know, a cheerleader. I'm I doing like, my own like, high school. She was technically mean in the end because okay. what what she what she was true, doing behind true, her back true. wasn't good. Which I won't spoil if we're not there yet. But, um, um you know, you're so right, like, you're right. I, I, she wasn't so. Oh, it's like a weird. She's not like mean. She was like one of the. She's one of those people that like. I don't know. She's like. She's not selfish either. She just, She's just like, self-involved. Self-involved. Yeah, exactly. teenage girl. Yeah. She's a teenage shit. Yeah. Um, in the eighties, she, she just doesn't realize sometimes the things she says are like hurtful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they Lisa gets dragged to a party where she gets dr- drugged. Drugged. Drugged pretty yeah. pretty. But dr- but she... drugged just by her her rival goth girl. Yeah, right? there's some rival yeah. goth girl who's but like. But that's the thing I don't understand. So you have this scene, right? Lisa is at the party. She's awkward. Um, we talked earlier about when she was talking to Taffy about how she has a crush on like the the head of the head editor of like the school newspaper. Yeah. And he's there, and she's talking to him. Um, who Taffy thinks is gross. Yeah, Taffy's like ew. He's a weirdo. Um. Yeah, so she's talking to uh, the the this guy that she has a crush on, and then this other like m- fully formed goth girl like shows up. Fully formed because t- uh, Lisa's not there yet. She's not no. all the way. She's no. just quirky at the start. She True. goes like full you know full goth girlfriend at the end. Um, but uh, so so this other girl shows up. I don't even know the character's name. She said it a couple times, but she shows up, and it's like this girl who clearly also likes this this guy. The guy, what is the character? I think they're name? dating. They're like full on, like that's his girlfriend. Are they? Yeah, I, yeah. That's what I thought at first, but then later in the movie, it doesn't really seem that way. I guess this guy's just a skis, right? Mm. Probably. Um, 
but yeah, this guy Michael, right? So like this other girl comes up, and I guess they're dating, uh, you know. But she 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 has drinks in her hand, like, and she's like, "Oh, hey, Lisa!" Like she immediately hates her, like for no, like just because she exists. Like I think this is probably the first word she said to Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, "Hey, Lisa!" And then goes, "You want a drink?" Like so, she, and then Lisa just chugs this whole cut red solo cup filled with some mystery. I assumed it was just beer. But then, but Lisa drinks it all, like, like in one big, uh... She doesn't gulp. want to look like a pussy, like, she's no. never drank before, so she fucking Chugs hammers it. it. Yeah, but yeah. then we find out it must have been... Laced. Laced with stuff? But, like, did, was it, was that what everybody was doing? Or was she specifically targeted by Tamara? I, I, like, I think she was. It was very, it was very unclear. Even Heather doesn't really know for well, sure. Well, yeah, no, was because like, wasn't she, she was originally offering it to her boyfriend. yeah. That's the weird thing. So was was that what everybody was and doing? And then he was like, and "Here, Lisa, have this." I mean, he's pretty edgy. I'm sure he was kind of like, "Yeah, let's." It just fucking, felt very. Let's it, get weird. It felt weird and unclear what, if she was just if they were trying to say, like, "Oh, she's never been drunk before." But then stuff gets really trippy, and I'm like, "Oh no, there must have been." Yeah, I was a little unclear on how that was. I just did, I don't know what, and it's never explained. She just takes some mystery liquid yeah. that makes her like trip balls. <laughs> Um, she gets molested by a light molest. Groped. By, Groped. By, Groped. By, that's a it's molest. Just yeah. Um, by this nerdy kid. He it's he has a funny line where it's he his, goes. It's a good friend. It, oh, it's her lab partner and good friend. I wouldn't say he's a good friend, but he's a lab partner. For lab sure. partner for sure. Oh right, they're not actually like friends. But he like takes her. He takes her into this bedroom that's like uh if vacant, and he starts trying to like mack it to her. And he, like, does he grab her boob and then, like, puts her hand on his dick? Yeah. And then she's, like, she's all, she just has no idea what's going on. She's not even, like, like, no, I can't do this. Or she doesn't, like, she's just, like, so blitzed, like, out of her gourd that, like, she has no idea what's going on. She's seeing stuff. But she does, she does enough to, to, like, try and get up. And the (laughs) the guy goes, and I thought this was, like, a crazy line. He goes, you know the rule. You have to finish what you start. And I'm like, what is, when? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. We talked about that. It's, like, an 80s line It's a terrible, yeah, it's just a terrible, (laughs) shitty excuse from a teenager in the 80s who's like, wait, no, you, I, the blue balls, you can't, uh. Please. Never heard that one. Oh, another really funny Not line. A, a funny no. line from Taffy when Lisa's describing Michael. Uh, because Taffy's like, I just like football players. And 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 Lisa goes, he's not like that. He's cerebral. And Taffy goes, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No, Taffy. There is, the, I, w- I will say, there is, there is so many just like absolutely golden lines that are delivered fucking perfectly yeah, by these, I kind of love Taffy the actress who plays Taffy too she did a really good job at being like mm. just kind of an airhead but also like self-involved but trying to also be nice to like yeah. she played that role really well Zelda, where, like, Zelda Williams like really got the best out of everybody on set yeah, yeah like she, that for her first uh, movie that she's directed like she wrangled in all of these actors and actresses who were all very competent but like she really think, pulled that they've even said it in interviews that Zelda yeah. had the ability to just like pull the best stuff out of them yeah like yeah. I think like she I think she really understood the characters that Diablo wrote and <clears throat> what a fucking cool name. formed <laughs> that out of the actors like she did just a really good job of being like okay this is exactly what you want okay i can make that out of this actor like and pull that out of this person yeah i think it was sprouse said it in an interview he said like uh 
the, she had an idea of what she wanted, but she didn't tell any of them. She just kind of like coaxed them along yeah, the way till cool. they got there, and yeah. she was like, "Good, perfect. That's what I needed." Honestly, sounds like a great. That's probably like, better. That's probably better than telling the person what you want, because then they're just gonna overthink it. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like, okay, now adjust this, adjust that. And it um, seems like she was like really open to a lot of like ideas that they were bringing to mm, the table. Yeah. Um, so like after, during the drug trip sequence that Lisa has, this is where like, so she leaves the party and she like walks home, but she gets like lost or, or whatever. She wanders into this cemetery that she was in at the very beginning of the movie for mm-hmm. a little bit because she likes to decorate. It's a... <laughs> Which, also, I've never heard of this before. It was a bachelor's cemetery, so unwed men just buried there. Is this a real thing? No, it's not. There's no way. It is a real thing in Europe. Okay. Never been practiced in America. (laughs) All right, well, at least it's a real thing somewhere. Uh, Here's where we buried all the stiff dicks. Yeah, right? Like, all these just lonely guys go here. Um, And she likes likes to, like... It's the 40-year-old virgin. (laughs) cemetery <laughs> she would go there and decorate the grave of this one she tended body. grave she yeah tended it's, grave. It's, a, it's a very goth so she practice. in her in Beautiful. her like tripping in the stupor that she's in she wanders there instead of home and she finds the grave um where she like uh, has put like her mom's rosary beads on them too but she like wishes she goes like i wish i could just talk to you i wish i was, I wish with, I was you. with you yeah yeah she says i wish i was with you for sure, because that's important, like, later in, in a funny exchange that she has. Um, and that is the catalyst of the... So, it's not... Again, this is why it's not a Frankenstein movie. She doesn't build the creature. The creature's just a zombie that she wished to life. And there's not there's not even, like, a magical, like, the moon doesn't shine on it's it. There's lightning. And, and brings it... I guess. like, yeah. But is it real lightning, or is it she just tripping? Because then we get another scene mm-hmm. after that, where she, like, wakes up in a, like, animated, um, oh. like... All it's the not room, animated. It's not animated, but it's meant to look like it's animated. Mm-hmm. Like every all the furniture has like the thick black outline, so that it looks. TV. That's just a dream. Yeah, it's just yeah. a tri- tripped ass dream yeah. sequence. Yeah. So I loved it with the fake tears on her face. Yeah, that was cool. It's great. I mean, visually, but just like the thick, movie, like just like glue dots on her face. <laughs> Honestly, there. visually, the movie is like pretty much beyond reproach it's like there's nothing you can say about this movie visually where you're like that was a bad part yeah the it's very stylish looks, looks so good yeah um but yeah so she gets home and like the whole house is like wrecked because she comes in like fucking mud and like stop and then the, the the next morning she wakes up and like carly vagina's like freaking out again she, she's like freaking out about her little precious moments dolls the whole oh my movie God, which the really precious funny. moments i love they threw that in there um my mother was a precious moments mother so yeah Eventually, we get another sequence where, like, the parents go. They they all go to the movies, uh, and they invite Lisa, but she doesn't. She doesn't want to go. They're all. I just thought it was funny. They're all going to see Look Who's Talking, which is like oh. for some reason, <laughs> Look Who's Talking is such a go-to well for comedians, like people who like want to mention like, a funny, a funny reference, like, something yeah. funny. It's always Look Who's Talking. I don't know why. <laughs> and it's also like a movie that like. It opens so <laughs> crudely, but it was like oh, such with the a sperm, like, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was such the, a like this is a family. The movie, talking right? animated sperm, and I was like, this movie opens with talking sperm. Like, Inception. What, why is this? A, yeah. Why is this a family? That movie, movie always like put me into like an existential like spiral when I was a kid because I would always I would always think about 
I'm a little kid, and I'm thinking, like, well, this baby, like, in his head is, like, really smart, but what happens when he, like, learns to talk? He's going to just be a dumb kid. So what's going on here? <laughs> like, and little what me was happening? always trying to figure out. <laughs> Fair. That is, that's confusing. Uh, I, w- I would love, like, a... Uh, you want to you wanna, uh, be ghost... John Malkovich, my No, kid I want to, like, ghost of Christmas past, like, just... Sit in on a on a on an instance of you as a, a lonely child rocking back and forth in your own existential fear. Yeah, basically, if you were to snapshot yeah, any wanna... moment of my childhood, it'd be like the moment Punxsutawney Phil like sees his shadow. <laughs> any second of my childhood is that would, I think that that would make me really sad. But I also kind of want to like I want to see that moment when you're when except you're... I had no den to go back to. I was just scared all the time. Oh, <laughs> I want to like see that moment where like. That story you always tell about how your dad was terrible because he told you that, like... The sun was going to blow up and we yeah. were going to die? Yeah. And I want to see you that, after that. That, just that like, uh, the, the, the pre-cancellation Louis C.K. joke that he made, that actually happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times from different different genres of death that I was going to experience. Dad was just like, yeah, you know, that's how it is. Be scared. <laughs> be afraid. Be very be afraid. Be prepared, son. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they go, the parents, so back to the movie, (laughs) (laughs) back to the movie, uh, Lisa's parents, the whole family goes out and that's when like the creature has made its way back, you know, to her house. She, and it's really funny. The scene is awesome because the costume that, that Cole Sprouse has to wear is crazy because he's a giant muck man, essentially. Oh, yeah. He's crawled out of the grave. He looks like the fucking swamp thing. Yeah. To move around and all that must've been nuts. Um, they also kind of gave him this, like, kind of veneer of, like, almost being a statue. He, like, comes out and he's, like, almost stone-like yeah. in his, like, decay. Yeah. And then throughout the movie, as they're starting to repair him, he gets a little bit more lifelike. Yeah. So, that is where, I guess, the Frankenstein comes in a little bit. I don't really count it, but I'll, I'll give it to them. Um, there's I- a... I do like the device that they I use. I love the way they go about there's this. A, so in the beginning of the movie, uh, before they go to the party, Taffy is like, hey, we got a, you're too pale. We got, I have a tanning bed in the garage. That she like won from something? Yeah, yeah. From, she like, was a, it was a pageant trophy. Yeah, she was yeah. just, what was she? Oh, it was something funny. It was something really funny, but I didn't, I didn't catch it yeah. quick enough to write it down. But yeah, she was a pageant winner, so she won a tanning bed. Just so funny. And the first thing that happens is uh, Lisa goes in <laughs> so there. So 80s. Lisa goes in there and there's like a short circuit and it like shocks her and like electrocutes her a little bit and then they go to the party. And But then after the creature has arrived and there's like a funny, there's some very, very good physical comedy in the introduction where they first meet and he's like chasing her, Lisa all up and down the house. They go out into the yard and the neighbors are like sitting there on like patio chairs and they're like, what's going on? And they're like, that's just that weird girl, Lisa. And she's being chased by an undead creature like all through the yard. That's just that weird girl. <laughs> um, and she's then, just like screaming her head it's, off. It's, it's really funny. It's it's a very funny scene. Um, she fi- They finally clean him up, right? And he's like still a gross like undead corpse but they put him she's like you're too pale so she puts him in the uh the tanning bed there's also a um a sticker on the tanning bed i don't know if you guys saw it, it that it says kiss of life is the brand of the no i bed. missed that oh, that's man. a cute detail <laughs> that is cute um and so they put him in there and it like electrocutes him and he comes out and he's like slightly less gross looking right he's like yeah. less pale um he's a little bit more fleshed out he's got but more, he's still very gaunt he's got more yeah. to to him and over the course of the movie 
we, like, people get killed and their body parts are then... Because Lisa works in a tailor. She's, she can sew. She works mm-hmm. at, like, the most 80s-looking, like, tailoring shop. Oh, yeah. It's like a... It's like a um, Everything's pink and green. It's like green. a dry, dry cleaner tailor shop. Yeah. It's, it does, yeah. it's one of those, you know... Yeah, one so of those she knows how places. to sew, so she sews all of the body parts that they steal onto him, and every time yep yeah every they, time they sew a new part they have to shock him and he gets more and more it, like it's a reintegrates to him yeah. after yeah. they electrocute because they start with an ear and he's Kara Gugino's ear too yeah well I didn't I didn't know if you wanted to <laughs> yeah, reveal it yet we know she dies I said it earlier so yeah so uh they start with the ear and the ear he can't hear out of it when she first sews it on they mm-hmm. go into the tanning bed mm. zap him and then he can hear out of it so like the body parts don't like fuse with his body until like they yeah, get shocked which is, back. Like, and then again, like... Because they, then they do... Weird rules. They I do the hand, and the hand isn't like... You and your rules! Well, you the hand have, doesn't ha- move. The movie has to make some sense. That's the what? sense it makes. You put him in the box, you zap him. Why, Frankenstein. Though? She wished... She she had the power nah. to just wish him alive. Why wasn't he just fully ready to go? Why wasn't... <laughs> why why did they need to sh- shock Frankenstein? To bring him back to it, but once they did it, they didn't shock him again. Every time they added something to him, they didn't add. They, they didn't add something to him constantly. They put all the pieces of Frankenstein together and shocked him. Yeah, I think that would have been better if she did that to begin with. But she didn't make him. Well, she should have. It's called Lisa Frankenstein. She should have made him. It doesn't fit in the story. You can't name you you, you like just make the movie a Frankenstein movie. Don't, it can't just be a gag, it, just a title gag for no reason. We have we have to I think reanimate his fr- corpse off this hill. He needs I think he needs it's to stop still dying. Still a Frankenstein movie. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the they do kill that we already talked about. They kill evil stepmom. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's so funny because for the rest of the movie they kill her early on enough. That I, you really do miss Carly Gugino the rest of the movie. She she leaves a big hole yeah. when she's gone. Um, but they kill her, and it's like she was mean, but she wasn't like she wasn't like evil, evil, right? She, she was, was just trying to send her to a mental yeah, facility. No, she, was. she was evil. Everybody she was, was evil. sending everybody to mental facilities still in the eighties. All right. Yeah, but she was like no, she was getting very threatening there. At yeah, the end. I don't know. She wasn't like okay. But here's the thing: the killing also started. By Cole Sprouse. True. By the Frankenstein Oh, monster. yeah, for sure. He did so, start like, it. Uh, also, the fact he's just totally ready to murder, And too. if you look at Lisa's face, like, she was not What's ready. What's he got to lose? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. She was not ready and or prepared for him to then just, like, off her stepmom. Like, it just makes sense not... why he was in the Bachelor Cemetery, because he's so down to just kill. Just kill, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, so, I mean, like... he killed himself. That's how he got there. It's true. Did it say what his death was? Did yeah, he oh. has he has like specific uh, self inflicted wounds uh, early on that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, because you do end up getting his backstory at some point, and you find he out that like a, he is a pianist he's who like, like a colonial pianist. Yeah, he fell in love with this penis? girl, and then colonial penis. She <laughs> fell in love with this other musician, so he like sulks himself when into he get death. All this? It was part of the uh, it was part of the, the animated, animated opening. Opening, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I guess I, I we were still getting like settled and stuff. And you Food love those things. No, I do. I, I, I forgot to mention it, but I did like the anime. It does have an animated opening. It's almost Very like fun. a digital version of like the paper craft openings from. Uh, what is it? I thought of this too, but I hook hand be chest. Candyman. 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 Hook and Beach Chest would be a funny I was name like, for a, like. What? 
For like a sequel? I thought yeah. you said hook hand. That's the asylum version. <laughs> hook hand <laughs> beach fest. <laughs> hook hand beach fest. <laughs> I thought you said hook hand beach fest. No, no, no. Hook hand beach fest is, is a, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. <laughs> asylum movie. I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> the crossover you've always wanted. Beach fest and beach fest. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um... But you know you're right. He was so he was a pianist because we there's I think probably one of the better scenes in the movie is after so a lot of the movie is Lisa like kind of coming home from her days and confiding in the creature who has to stay in her room in her closet lest anybody see him mm-hmm. and be like what the fuck what is the that? fuck is what this, what's with the zombie yeah um so she keeps him hidden but she comes home and she confides in him she talks about her crush michael because i they, there's a couple different scenes that really reminded me of the like it's november 3rd like see yeah because you get that like pan into yeah. the, the classroom and we go over the shoulder of michael and lisa's looking at him yeah and, uh October 3rd. Oh, is it October? Yes. Oh my god. The, I can already hear the stampede of Mean Girls fans coming. <laughs> I only know it because it falls in my birth month. Yeah. So it no, makes me it's happy. My, that's, that's my fault. I should know the date. It's very important to our culture. So. October 3rd. Yeah. The American tapestry. It really, it's part of it. Um, um, but, but yeah, so like, sorry, I don't think I finished this, but the, yeah, so like the killing starts with him. So like, not of like... She's not prepared for any of it. Like, oh, she gets prepared pretty quick, though. Yeah, she does get there <laughs> she's eventually. She's down to clown. But, um... He can, basically, once she has to... She's initially shocked when she comes across the body uh, with the creature standing over it of her stepmom. But yeah. then she, like, pretty much gets on board. She's like, all right, guess we gotta go dump it in the woods, you know? Yeah, and well... they chop her up and throw her parts in the woods. she was nothing but mean to her, yeah. so... But then, you know, but then immediately, after she, you know... The dead body's there, creature removes... Carly Gugino's ear and like holds it up and has her sew it on and then they shock it back to life and now he's like prettier. Um, and then she kind but of. But then he's missing a hand the whole time and he's like, oh, and he points to the hand. He's like, can we can we do something about this one now? And then immediately she's like, oh, I know the perfect guy because she like puts like a. Well, but she only orchestrates that one. She doesn't do the killing. Okay. You know, I think you still go to jail on that one. Yeah, you're <laughs> she's culpable. That was a two-person murder. <laughs> but no, but but yes, but I'm saying like she doesn't like she doesn't start doing any killing like literally on her own until like after that. I don't think she actually does any killing on her own. Doesn't she? No, creature does all the killing. She just orders him around. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure she does her own killing eventually. No, there's only I, three deaths I know in the movie. Yeah. No, who she kills? She because they. The, the creature kills the mom. The mom. The gropey guy. The gropey guy, guy cuts his hand off and then chops him in the head. And, and we have a mangled dick, and then that's the end of the mangled dick. And the cop. There's a cop very late in the movie after they've already set up, like, a crime scene at the grave. Oh, yeah. The, the cemetery. Her. And, uh... <laughs> oh, they're like, yeah. oh, shit, this cop's here. What do we do? Yeah, oh, she and was like, please like, step back. And they were like... Oh, and he and just the, picks her up and throws her in a hole, and yeah, she's yeah. out of and the, the movie. And the bystander in the street, so too. Funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all of those were the creature. At least okay. he doesn't actually kill anybody. Never but mind. she's still pretty down. Because, yeah. like I said, so immediately after the, he gets his hearing back, and he's like, let's fix our e- my hand, she at least is like, I know the guy. And so she, like, sneaks a note into, like, like a will you date me, yes or no, check the box kind of note. Yeah. Aww, and you think time. she's doing it, like, she's, you, it makes, the movie implies that, like, she's worked up the confidence to ask out her crush. But really, she's put it in the locker of the guy that groped her, her lab partner, and she lures him to the bachelor uh, cemetery 
where which is funny where the it is funny where the creature like runs up on them and like like sneaks up and just like comes out with an axe and just they they knock him to the ground and they chop off his hand and then toss him in the grave this grave is just like full of bodies it's just so funny they chop off his hand and she like grabs it and rips it up into the air and she's like ha 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 your hand it's mine yeah, it's 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 pretty funny. All the kills are good. They're ve- they're very funny and and pretty pretty gruesome for like a it was PG thirteen. Right? Yeah, yeah, still pretty gruesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I uh, I'm trying to think of what if there were any other like I mean, basically every second of this movie is filled with like a funny line delivery or like yeah. a funny facial expression. So it's hard to single out like too many like specific things, you know. Um, there is, oh, there, I did have it written down. There's a funny, um, Taffy the whole time is very concerned about her mom. And I th- Lisa is just like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. And it's yeah. like, oh, right. Because she'll call they, any day now. They <laughs> guise it over that. Uh, she's she, on some sort of trip. Because she was going on a trip. Yeah. Um, she just was supposed to have left that day that Lisa and, and yeah. Cole Sprouse. There is, a, there is a very funny scene where they're in Lisa's room and they're rummaging through her closet and the creature finds a fucking, like, Hitachi massager. Yeah, like, the OG Hitachi, the yeah. The big fucking magic wand, dude. And, and she's and like, that's for just, back massages. She starts with that, but then later on, they're, like, he, they're laying in bed just talking and he's, like, massaging her back. It's so funny because he's still gross and, like, dirty looking and he's just in the bed, like, and he, He's, he's getting, he's, like, slightly he's, less gross. He's but massaging he's her back, and then she just kind of, like, looks at him, and she's like, you know, you can uh, use it in other places. People use it on other things that aren't just And it's so back. funny. And, and he's like... They <laughs> obviously tel- they telegraph this joke very hard, because it's certainly not the first time it's mm-hmm. been done, but it's still so funny, because, like, she's like, you can use it on other places. And then cut to Taffy and the dad, like, talking in the living room, and you just hear, like, one loud, like, orgasmic scream... <laughs> Just in the background. <laughs> Where the lights are flickering. There it's is funny. It works. It is funny because I'm pretty... If I'm not uh, misremembering, that's how they had to market it. Because they were like, oh, we can't just market this thing as a vibrator well, yeah, to get yeah. girls' juices. The, ba- the, the, the guising your vibrator as a back massager is... It's classic. classic. It's classic. Oh, wait, I, do, I do need to go back to... The Bible and <laughs> back massagers. Yes. The original stories. Um, although they're getting very ballsy in, like, the, uh, Brookstone magazines now. They're just telling straight up I think we're culturally removing to the point where we're like, listen, we all know there, there's... I was just, like, flipping through one of those Brookstone magazines when I was at my mom's the last time, because, like, they you get can buy, You can buy your vibrator at... And they Kroger, just had, like, so. rabbits in it. And I just, like, sent <laughs> yeah. them to Matt, and I was like, look at this, just in a Brookstone magazine. He was like, wow, okay. I need to get If you know, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just have to go back to the Taffy's concern about Janet because there's a really funny line where she like, because she's like, I can't reach my mom. Um, and, and, or like, she's like, I haven't heard from mom. Like, I'm so scared. And, and, and Catherine Newton's Lisa, Lisa, um, goes like, oh, you know, like, have you tried calling the like hotel? Like, I'm sure she's fine. Like, maybe she's got you know, delayed or something like that. And then, like, ten minutes goes by, and then, like, she comes into her room, and she's like, I called the hotel and all the surrounding hotels, and I called all the hospitals, and I called the, 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 the um, like, all the police stations, and the blah, 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 and blah, blah, and she's like, wow, you made a lot of calls. Okay. <laughs> and like, that one just made me. She's whoa, you made a lot of phone calls. <laughs> I will say there is there is one like very there's like an emotional scene you know where uh, they're 
the creature and Lisa are just sitting in bed. And I wrote this line down specifically because I thought it was, like, such a good line where, like, the creature... And again, the creature doesn't talk at all. He just kind of grunts and and Lisa's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she says... I don't know the, the whole, like, the what the, the... Where it starts, but she does say the phrase, um, time is the enemy... It takes you further from when you were happy. And I was like, Fuck. Yes, yes. I, I wrote it <laughs> down because it stood out to me too. She says, time is the wound. It takes you farther and farther from that happy place, those good smells. Yeah. Oh, I was oh. like, yo. Because it, it, it was line. to contrast the, you know, time heals all wounds thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're right. Yeah. It's, time it was, does not heal all wounds. No, it was a really, really good, profound line. And I was like, Okay, we're yeah. gonna drop that one in here. Yeah, <laughs> not it's it's certainly a line I would expect from Diablo Cody. It was just like she dropped it in in a completely unserious movie that I was like, oh shit, I gotta write that down. Yeah, damn. Um. Uh. Again, Heather mentioned it earlier. The the whole movie now that like Lisa's finally later in the movie when she's finally coming into I don't even want to say she comes into her own because it's like random. And she's basically fine, like herself, the whole movie anyway. Very little growth. I don't. I, I, I don't I, but I she don't does. Agree. But her outfits do do get crazier and more awesome. No, she becomes like way more confident. She starts yeah. like talking to people. She starts talking to her crush. Felt I better. think. Starts, like, I think it's a matter. Unearned. I I think it's less a matter of like personal growth and more a matter of like externalizing the person that yeah. she already is. It's more so about like. Okay, I know that I am this. I need to now bring that to the forefront and ch- change who I am externally so that everyone understands and like connects with that person and not yeah. hiding. Let me speak from literal like literal example. Like that is how I went through most of my like high school career was like I like wore regular clothes to like blend in but mm-hmm. i was like we a weird well, dark... not eric he was living cool beach life you know? no. <laughs> and no i gotta i gotta do it every episode <laughs> but that's not that's not everybody because yeah. that's the thing not everybody i mean that. all of us here yeah 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 <laughs> oh well yeah so like so yeah there were people who were very comfortable like the other goth girl in the movie yeah like, that girl yeah. was very comfortable in her skin and like that was who she was and, like, maybe that's why she didn't like Lisa as much is because, like, she was, like, Lisa's a poser because she, like, she, she tries, fit, to, she fit tries to fit in yeah. in this sort of, like, aesthetic, but she's not. Like, but just coming from I, somebody who I really identify with Lisa because I, that is how I felt in high school. Like, I was a big nerdy gothic girl, emo girl mm-hmm. at heart, but, like, felt like I needed to blend in with society and not be yeah, so I, weird that's fine i'm glad i'm i don't hate the movie <laughs> i think I it's poorly written but you keep compared saying, to all her other works but you just keep saying that there is no like growth, growth for lisa and there is <laughs> there isn't it, it's, i'm glad you identify with her but she it's okay to identify with the character mm-hmm. just and she's a good character just not to lead a movie. There's no journey. She just is who she is, and she barely changes. There's no catalyst to why she changes. Yes, it's it just, is. It's cool. That's he doesn't even speak. He just shows up. That's not a reason to become a different person just because a zombie showed up in your house. I think what you're missing is that he comes in and he removes all of the things that kept her from externalizing, like this, 
you know, sense of self. Well, exactly. She he can does be, it. There's no... Yeah. He, a voiceless car- a voiceless zombie shows up, solves all her problems, and then the movie's over. She didn't even... If she had built the zombie, then it would be her, like her work, you know, mm-hmm. help... Like, it would but be her was, helping herself. But, like, she was tending to him. She's been visiting him. She's been, like... Well, she didn't build him. She's been, like tending to him which is the same idea like she wasn't like tending to his grave and like putting like flowers there and like whatever doing all of the stuff that she has clearly been doing for many years at this bachelor graveyard who's to say when like zap the lightning came down he wouldn't just like go terrorize a town (laughs) i think it's also it's shown allegorically through his visual representation too because he starts out as this covered up disgusting like caked on mud person and the more and more she, like, externalizes herself and tends to him, the more and more he becomes a fuller, more recognizable human. Granted, he's, like, you know, a zombie person. But, like, that's that's the kind of showing of her growth. That's like, oh, okay, let's fix this up. Let's fix that up. Let's start to put the outside together in the way that I want it to be. And even though he's voiceless, he's still, like kind of coaxes her to be, you know, to come out of her shell. Like, he's like, why don't you wear this fun, like, black lacy dress? He's like, this is cool. And she's like, no, I can't wear that. And he's like, yeah, you can. She's like, also, wear it with this hat. Yeah, he's like, look at this (laughs) fun hat. That hat was doing work, dude. She looked in the hat. She did. That whole outfit was, I said, I want, like, most of her wardrobe. That Halloween costume she wore at the end where they were like, that was my Halloween costume. I was like, I'd still wear it every day. The the costume work in the movie is fantastic. Um, I think you're just missing parts of it i mean i saw the whole movie <laughs> no i just mean like in your brain I'll, I'll just i'll just put this out there in the open it, it just reminds me of like where i was and how i felt She's internally to liking it now She's no, gonna use our story i am but it's not because i'm guilting <laughs> you it's because that's how i feel like i was in a weird place in my life and then i met you and it's not because you killed her family yeah, it's not because you, like, killed people for me. Mm-hmm. Like Yet? Yes! <laughs> it's always on the table. Yet? <laughs> it's not like you killed people for me, but, like, you being who you were and, like, you having a more confidence than I did let me have more confidence and then, like, you telling me, like, no, you could totally, like, pull that off if you wanted reinforcing. to, Reinforcing. Like, yeah, reinforcement of things. Like, you know, people don't necessarily need, An like... Encouragement. Yeah, they don't need, like, a full, like, boost, but just encouragement to, like, come out of one's shell in, like, in the public is is enough. So it reminded me a lot of our relationship. I'm very happy. I'm very <laughs> glad. I'm glad that you... And I'm not trying to guilt you. I'm, I just, glad that's... You re- I'm really glad you loved it. I'm glad Eric loved it. <laughs> I liked it. I just think that there's... My only problem is that I think it needed a... I said it before. I said it again. I need a couple more passes on the plot department. In the dialogue and department, it's fantastic. It's just got some pretty glaring holes that I think if she had just, she could just tighten it up and it'd be a way better movie. And then it would have made maybe more than $9 million. Well, I just don't yeah. like that he keeps saying that Lisa had no growth because she did. She had some growth. How about that? Fair. We'll meet in the Fair. middle. Fair. Fine. <laughs> Fine. She grew a couple inches, that movie. Um, I mean, her hair alone. But yeah, so basically... The- Probably platform goth boots for too. sure so so to head into the end of the movie you know uh, eventually you know lisa's been focusing on michael right this whole time yeah she's been trying to like work up the courage to ask him out she's like more confident now but, like really has like no part in this yeah he's really not that he's important really like a no character he, he really has person. like two scenes um yeah. but eventually 
and, and there, I, I did say before that there's like no stakes, and there really isn't. The the little bit of stake that there is going on mm-hmm. is that like the whole like after the murder of the stepmom, Lisa is like the cops are going to come looking. Mm-hmm. Is basically like they're 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 the cops. They're on a timeline. Come. Yeah, yeah, they're on. A, that's the timeline for the end of the movie. Is that eventually the police will come looking, especially because now they've killed her classmate too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so she's like, all right, we're running out of time. Ah, you know what? I got, I have to get laid. That's her, like, all of a sudden she goes, <laughs> I, I gotta that. fuck. And so she's like, that's it. She I'm... doesn't want to end up in the bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. Area. So she, so she, she drives over to Michael's house. Meanwhile, the creature is, um, like, I guess he's, he, he's left at home. Is there like some sort of like she drives between them? She, she gets in the car with him because she's on the way home. She leaves school. She's like, all right, nobody's going to drive me home today. Fine, I'll walk home. And then as she's walking home, the creature is already out and about driving in the car. Oh, my oh, God, that he, was so because, funny. Because yeah, he was coming like, to find her. He was coming to find her. Driving a car. And there is a scene where they like this. he's just driving slowly down the road, and he stops, and there's just this little kid in a yard like playing with a sprinkler, and there's this guy... And the guy comes to accost uh, the creature for no reason, and no, he's also because he's stealing his car. No, it's isn't it Taffy's car that he drives, or yeah. he does steal the guy's he's, car. He's stealing a he's car. He's stealing it's the a, man's a, car. Yeah. The guy is just like, the who guy, are you? The guy oh, is like, yeah, I don't think it's the man's car. It's just stealing a car. Yeah, in front but of the guy, car. the guy is like the most out of place redneck dude. He's got <laughs> this crazy yeah. southern accent. I'm like, are we in like? Connecticut or something like what? <laughs> I don't know where we are in the movie, but we're not where this guy is from. No, <laughs> but and then so it's just really funny because he like accosts the creature, and the creature immediately kills him. Like he we we cut away and cut back, and creature's driving away, and the guy's just like like a plank, just dead on <laughs> dead on this in the middle of the street. Well, maybe he was just knocked out. <clears throat> uh, and then yeah, so Lisa goes to to fuck Michael, and she, like, gets to his house. She, like, goes into the house and then up to the stairs, and this is where we get the reveal that Taffy and Michael, who I guess Michael is also cheating on Tamara, the goth yes, chick. Yes, correct. Um, and Taffy is sleep. They're sleeping together. Dun, dun, and, dun! <laughs> and, um, so there's this big confrontation where Lisa's, like, super upset because she's like, you always said he was stupid, and that you weren't interested in him, and she's like, why do you have to take this guy from me? She, uh, so I was watching an interview with Catherine Newton and she said this is her favorite scene because there's a line here where she's like she's talking to Taffy mm-hmm. and she goes you just give it away like a cheese cube at Cracker Barrel or something <laughs> like that oh yeah it's <laughs> a good line what I like is that she confronts this dude cause like the whole time she's trying to like become more and more the person that she thinks he wants to be with. Yeah. Because she's like, we're into the same stuff. You like my writing. You like all the same weird stuff I do. But you don't want your girlfriend to like that stuff. You want to be the cool, artsy, aloof (laughs) person. But you don't want your girl to be into that stuff. You want to be the cool guy. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) She gets, like, so mad. And she just unravels. It's so funny because, like, I definitely know those guys who are like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. They have to be the mysterious cool guy. Cool, yeah, like, like I need to be like. Yeah. Let I me can't... tell you about this, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have yeah. to mansplain and all. That's how we get. Interests. That's how we get really like miserable middle aged guys because like I can't think of an existence like more horrible than to like be married to somebody who has zero interests. Yes, in yeah, anything yeah, yeah. that you're into or just zero interests at all. That sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I was gonna say something about this scene too. Well, this is this is also where we get the um, we, we get we should get like the mangled penis soundbite from Joe Bob, you know, where because because <laughs> oh uh, they're, they're they're naked in bed. Well, like Taffy's mostly clothed. It's PG thirteen. Uh, the guy's naked though, and the creature like after after Lisa's like fantastic rant, creature like runs in and is like, and he's like in rage mode and he's got the axe and this you get this funny slow motion. Oh, it does can't so fight good. this feeling play here. Is yeah, this play? yeah. Because yeah. there's a scene when they're playing. Piano, a really good scene earlier where the creature plays piano after gets his hand fixed, mm-hmm. oh, and, and then it. she, uh, Catherine Newton, does a, a fun little uh, cover of "Can't Fight This Feeling Any- Anymore." Is it, I, I don't know what the actual title of that song is, um, but there's like a reprise, like a instrumental reprise of it. And I think it's during this scene where the yeah. creature lunges in and chops the guy's dick off. And if it, it would have been, I do miss. An R rating because it would have been great to get a slow mo dick, you know, <laughs> with blood streaming out of we it. We get the we blood get the splatter. silhouette of we the shadow against the wall as it's like end over end <laughs> flying up, and everyone's eyes are kind of like watching it in horror as it floats through the air, yeah. and everyone's like. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> And then the there next can't time, be anything more traumatizing. No, no. Uh, no. Well, that guy dies immediately afterward. Turns out, if you get your dick cut off, you die pretty. Quickly. I mean, you bleed well, there's out. There's a lot of blood that rushes yeah. there. A, so. a lot, a lot of it. Gravity uh, does a lot of work. So. And uh, and to also the fact that uh, there was even more blood rushing well, yeah, there was, because he was in the middle of. Doing what's some even stuff. funnier is that I think getting reamed out by Lisa might have. Uh, Lessened his chub a little bit. I don't know, man. That hog know. was that hog was zooming through the <laughs> it air. Really was. It fucking thuds oh, into that yeah. garbage can, and the, the yeah, creature just picks was... it up, very matter of fact, and walks out of the room with the whole garbage can. Yeah, and the... Oh shit, that was so funny. I was like, "What yeah. the fuck are you doing?" The next time we see the dick, it's wrapped in paper towels and blood. It's like seeping with blood, and he like holds it up to Lisa back at home, who then she, you know, this is when we find out he doesn't have one. Right. That is why I think he we might have stole found that out earlier. The, the wiener. But yeah, so they, she sews the wiener on. That's so funny. And I forget, is this, like, when was her, like, realization that, oh, I love the creature? When was that? It was pretty much, they, he chops off the wiener, they have to leave. So right. she takes her sister and, ta- and like, pretty much puts her in the car and is like, hey, you need to chill the fuck out. We need to go. Right. They oh, have to leave because they a- know, because the police are officially coming because there's another funny line when she, right before the ch- dick chopping, she gets in the car with, with the creature when he like pulls up, you know, and she sits down and she says, she goes, shit is transpiring. <laughs> I need to get to Michael's. And I just love the, the just shit is transpiring. <laughs> it's such a funny, and the way she, obviously the way she delivers it is fantastic, but it, what a funny, like, I kind of want to incorporate shit's transpiring into my vernacular. <laughs> Be a good soundbite on our Discord. Yeah, shit is transpiring. Shit's transpiring. <laughs> I'll try to find it. Uh, but yeah, they show I'll up at the, uh, they show up at the Bachelor uh, Cemetery. She brings, she brings Taffy with her, and yeah. Taffy is, like, she, Fully traumatized, yeah, comatose. Like she keeps, oh, yeah. Taffy is like shaking and, like, in, in the passenger passenger seat, covered in blood. And Lisa keeps trying to be like, "It's okay." And she goes to touch her, and she, she like like she's like, like a trauma yeah. victim. She's like twitches, like, "Oh my god, I can't." I mean, it's wouldn't you? Well, I know, but we're also in a comedy movie. But it's funny how like serious so trauma yeah. Is, yeah. is portrayed. <laughs> to the it's so serious that it goes back around to funny. Yeah. Um, uh, and Lisa does try to kill the creature 
but then realizes she can't because she loves him. Yeah, pretty much she has a heart-to-heart with her sister and is like, hey, like, I understand that you were trying to reach out and be, like, a lighthouse for me, and I appreciate that. I needed that. I didn't yeah. reach out back. A little that too was late because now she's f- fucked up. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, yeah. she understands that she's, like, oh, I kind of missed my moment with you, but, like, I do appreciate that you were the only person trying to, like, reach out yeah. to me. Right, and and then back, so they're in the the cemetery and that's when they kill the, the cop she shows up and she's head, she goes hey this is a crime scene like you can't be here and then frank like you said just picks her up throws her in the grave and she's just dead <laughs> she's <just> dead instantly <laughs> it's so maybe it's he so threw funny. with a lot of force that's what i like about it like i know you said it, you're not happy that there's no like real stakes but i love that that the one the time one that they run into a up. cop he's like eh, well i'll just throw her in a hole yeah. <laughs> gone out of the movie <laughs> Yeah, and then so they no, do... No worries. So this is, you know, towards the end now, they, they I think Lisa, she realizes that there's no escape. Like, th- mm-hmm. they found the murder scene where they've stored all these bodies, like, all movie. Um, so she goes home. Uh, there's a really cute, like, they, they now that they, they've decided, like, she, she realizes that she loves the creature, and the creature loves her, so he gives... <laughs> He, uh, like, proposes to her with a peach ring. He, like, yeah. slides a little peach ring. Because she's been eating them the whole movie. Yeah, it's, like, her favorite. Um, it's her stressy. Which I thought, I thought was very cute, the peach ring proposal. Uh, and then... Um, I, I still prefer a ring, the, uh, ring pop proposal, though. So it all culminates into... And this is, I guess, the twist of the ending, is she, like, she has to... She kills herself, mm-hmm. right? She She goes into the tanning bed and tells him to crank it up to, like... There's a funny setting. Well, yeah, but she specifically, like, mentions back to what you talked about earlier, where she's like, oh, I... When I said I wanted to be with you, I meant I wanted to be dead in the ground, not you to be here. Yes. That's so true. this is kind of coming back to her original wish where she's like, oh, wait, we got to. Yeah, but now she can be dead in the ground and be with him because mm-hmm. she actually does love him. And so it is it is cute. Um, yeah, she they go. She goes in the tanning bed, cranks it up to maximum. Uh, and then the oh, was whole, it maximum bronze? Yeah, max bronze or something like <laughs> yeah, that. It's something crazy. And and then the she has whole... him do it. So he like it's funny because he's, he's like, like crying too. Well, he she sits in the bed. He gets like a folding chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he sits in the folding chair, and she's like, "Okay, now it's the time." And then he closes it and cranks it up, and he just like sits in the folding chair, and he's just like crying and just like he puts banning. The- he puts the little, like, yeah. eye protectors on and sits and stares at the machine. Yeah, yeah and he's oh, manning we... the machine while she dies. Another funny little little detail about the creature that we miss is that anytime he cries, he cries, like, toxic green sludge. Oh, and she, yeah, she's like, stop crying, it smells. Which is just funny. Yeah. Very, very good comedic acting on the... Because it would, right? It would It would be heinous. Honestly, the entire movie would stink. It would be fucking unbearable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Lisa, uh, bur- burns alive in the tanning bed in the garage. Um, the whole garage, the whole garage is a blaze. And then yeah. cut to like a year later or something. I don't know if they even give us a time, but you cut to like the gray Lisa's grave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the dad and Taffy are like standing over it. And it's so funny cause he's like, he, he just goes, well, we came. Want to go to Fuddruckers? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, we got to go see your mom's grave and then, and and then, then Fuddruckers. Fud and she's like. Yay! <laughs> yeah, chicken strips. And then, but th- that's like a fake out ending because then we cut to a park bench where Cole Sprouse, where the creature, in he's like fully, he's human, undead now. Yeah, like, he's not. He's still like a zombie, zombie guy, but, but he looks, he's but he good. looks human. Yeah, he looks yeah. good. I mean, those those mutton chops work for Cole Sprouse. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think he looks worse 
I saw a bunch of interviews, and he's like clean shaven. And I'm like, don't put the put the mutton chops back on. Don't, because he looks good in this movie, even when he's covered in muck and grime. I'm like, yeah, Cole Sprouse is doing work for me in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be killing it. I was like, I think I might be more into Cole than than <laughs> than Catherine Newton. <laughs> Um, maybe it's also the, like, Victorian get-up. Yeah, it's because he looks like the guy from Corpse Bride. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we all love him. Uh, Yeah. I can't Uh, believe we made it this far without mentioning that. It's kind of like a reverse Corpse Bride. Yeah, a little bit. It is a little bit. Corpse. Corpse Corpse Hubby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so we cut to the, you know, we we fade into this park bench here, and we kind of, like, the camera pans over over the shoulder, because you can't see, he's just sitting there reading, like, a book of like poetry yeah, and he's actually speaking, he's speaking. full this is his only line yeah. in the movie oh, yeah. is when he's reading this poem and then as the camera finally like crests over his shoulder you see lisa she's fully co- she looks like the mummy or mm-hmm. the or the invisible man she's so covered up because of all the burns but she's just sitting there cuddled up with him and they're reading uh, in the park bench and then it, and that's the end it's very cute. But it's isn't cute. she it's undead cute. now? Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. too, is a zombie now, I guess. She's just she's a burned like a little, person. She's ghoulish looking. Like, she's a little gray. Yeah. I yeah. think... What you can see yeah, of her. You can't really see much. You can just kind of see, like, a little bit of her face peeking through. I think her eyeballs are burned out. I don't well, think she, she has, has big eyes. sunglasses on. You can see over the sunglasses, oh, though, from the angle. Oh. And I looked. I was like, I don't think she has eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a crazy detail to add. Whoa. <laughs> um, but... It, it, yeah, that. so that's the end. I mean, I think it's it's cute for for what it is. It's ve- it's extremely funny, and I think that really. I was laughing start to finish. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Ultimately, the the just the comedy. You know what? Whatever I've said, the arguments we've had this episode. You know, I don't think like the the plot stuff is important enough. Like or a big deal enough. Like the movie's funny, and that's really mm-hmm. what, it's. It's not like we're going to see like an Oscar bait movie anyway. So I just need to point it out. You know, I just mm-hmm. need to point out my gripes with it as as somebody who's like I, I'm a student of writing. You mm-hmm. know, like I I like to think that I, I can analyze a plot a little bit, um, but ultimately the acting and the, the the writing of the dialogue is so well executed that any other flaws I don't think are that big a deal. I just don't think it's going to be a huge cult hit, mm-hmm. but I think it's pretty funny like there, there's some there's some lines that i think i will quote for for a while shit is transpiring is definitely is, is gonna end up on the discord uh, <laughs> yeah. soundboard once we get access to the to the movie uh i will be sh- sure to be ripping that soundboard. Oh, i'll see I, if, if i find I it on youtube and, right now yeah if i can get it and put it into this episode i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> there you go but yeah, you know, so so ultimately, I think it's a really fun movie. I'd say go catch it in theaters if you can. We might be a it little is a late. little late. It might be a little late, yeah. but uh, I think it's gonna be one of those ones that'll be available on like Amazon yeah. super soon. If you didn't get to catch it over Valentine's Day or yeah. like you know in end March of the month sometime. now because you're so busy preparing yourself for Dune two, uh, oh. just oh, you know shit. just catch it at home. It's is it'll be a worthwhile one for. Honestly, most ages. I think it's rated. It's rated PG thirteen, but like this is this is uh, humor that extends far beyond like little dick jokes and stuff like that. Like it's very funny. It's it's very smartly written. Um, and yeah, I I don't I think pretty much anybody can watch it. I wouldn't. Like, there no. is a big there's a dick chopping scene, but again, you only see it in silhouette. But if yeah. if you're into weird science, if you're into Edward Scissorhands, if you're into mm-hmm. uh. Uh, 
you know, all of those like not any, it's not any worse than any creepier of kind of romance movies. Go go for it. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, you can even compare it a little bit in tone to Catherine Newton's other like horror comedy, Freaky. Uh, Freaky. Yeah, I think Freaky's even more gruesome than mm-hmm. this. So yeah. Oh yeah, if you've seen Freaky, Freaky's way more brutal. That's rated R. Yeah. Is, is it? Yeah, I yeah. guess it would be. There's, oh. The guy gets cut in half long hot dog style. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. So, um, but So if, you, if you've if you seen that, like, it's especially, it's not nearly as bad as that one. No. Uh, gore-wise. No. That movie's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I still say, I say go, trust these two, because I think they, they, <laughs> they, they're probably right. So after all that, I'm probably wrong anyway. So. He relents. <laughs> it's okay. He's you gay. know what? I'm just he, trying to curb the crucifixions. That yeah, are coming I was about to say he, he. We gave him. I gave him the skin and episode. I let him shit on my skin and but <laughs> but I got backup for this one. Listen, I just I just didn't like that he kept saying Lisa didn't have development. I'm sorry. That's fair. Didn't, I, I'm, I, I welcome like I welcome debate. If anyone wants to tell me how wrong I am, I, I'd love to hear it. And Matt, so, where do they tell you? Uh, you well, you can go join the Discord again. Uh, it's it, the link to it is in the bottom of the description of this episode. I'm happy to fight with you there. <laughs> um, and you can also Nicely. catch us on uh, the well. All of our links are in the bottom of this. You can catch us on Twitter, on Instagram. Would be a weird place to to message us. A That's big fine. We'll fight with you there too. We'll fight with you, you, there, uh, we'll fight with you anywhere. Twitch. Mondays Yo, and Fridays. Yeah. If you want to do it in real time, oh, if, you, yeah. if you want to debate with me in real time, you can go to uh, Matt X Young on Twitch. We stream Mondays and Fridays, and you can just you can just fucking fill yeah, up my chat with how wrong I am. <laughs> any any dialogue really at this point would be great. Though. Really, that's what the chat and our chat is usually about. Is oh oh Matt's yeah, we, goofing up. Matt's goofed it up in this game. Yeah, we we've been playing a lot of games. Where I just die a lot over and over again, and and it's mostly just watching me do that. So there's a lot of oh talking over it. You know, mm-hmm. we, we just got we're to the point where now the stream is just us chatting. I might as well not be playing the game, <laughs> but it's mostly just filler video. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can catch us there. Uh, and again, all all of our other links are down at the bottom of the description. So please hit us up. Debate. If you, if you stuck with us long enough, quick peek into March. We are definitely going to be checking out Late Night with the Devil. That's oh, late, yeah. late March. Oh, fuck, I can't wait for that. Uh, so along with Blood and Honey 2, which might be an early April cover, but we're definitely going to catch that one. And we're going to try and maybe sneak in a uh, leprechaun appearance Ooh. over St. Patrick's Day next month. Oh, it's March, right? Is that when St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, I'll, I'll be working. I'll work on a... On a leprechaun episode for sure. Because like, like <laughs> just like this month, we're gonna be trying to stick with that one new release, one uh, kind of look back into some older stuff that's maybe a little bit more accessible for you know horror fans, stuff you've seen before, stuff you know classic stuff, and uh, another maybe a curveball episode in there. Yeah, but uh, uh, until then, that's that's all from us here at the Devil's Cut. Thank you for joining Heather. Thank you for for joining us on this. Of very- course. Special finale of our 2024 Valentine's series. I, I honestly don't know if we can do another series like like this unless more way more Valentine movies oh, come out. We got plenty of romantic. Hey, Joe, Joe Bob has given given you many options. Oh I, my god, near one. that's true. Although I don't know if some of those are really that romantic. I don't think we're going to be covering necromantic on here. <laughs> I think you should. No, I'm I, just I. But there's a sequel we might check out. Oh, oh. <laughs>
<laughs> what, what, a, what a world where our podcast covers Necromantic 2, but not any mention of the first one. <laughs> uh, but we'll yeah. have to wait till next year. Once again, that's, that's all from us here at The Devil's Cut. Uh, creep it real, everybody. We'll catch yeah. you next time. Bye.